he'll make it all Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget. Uh, we have a Jewelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits, uh, grace giving uh, through our app. And uh, if you can't make the service, so don't forget about that. I always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well. Uh, give the website and on our app, uh, Give Lify. Shall we pray? Gracious Father in heaven, we come again thanking you for a new week, not promised. But we ask you for your protection, your guidance, your power, your peace, and presence. We face this new week. Lord, we thank you for what you've done, what you're going to do. We ask you now to give us new benefits from on high. We ask you to keep on keeping on, Lord, with us. Those of us who are, are trying to do better, Lord, help us be better. Those of us who are trying to grow stronger, Lord, help us to grow stronger in your word. Now, we love you. We adore you, O oh, gracious Father. Those under the sound of my voice, Lord, give them peace where they are and give them your presence. Now, let the words of my mouth. And the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight. O oh, my Savior, my Redeemer, in Jesus the Christ's name we pray. Amen. Continuing, we're still in the book of Acts. Hoping you have enjoyed the series thus far as we've been enjoying preparing these uh, message lessons uh, for you to have for your growth uh, in Christ. Hope something is said uh, to be a blessing for you. Uh, in the series, Get Your Acts Together, in the book of Acts, still chapter 9, and now verse 32. And uh, we're going to read that in the CSB translation, whatever translation you have, we do ask you to follow along. And we pick up with Peter, um, as we have not seen him for a minute, uh, dealing with Saul slash Paul. Here Peter is in chapter 9, verse uh, 32. Luke writes this, as Peter was traveling from place to place, he also came down to the saints who lived in Leda. There he found a man named Aeneas who was paralyzed and had been bedridden for eight years. Peter said to him, Aeneas, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and make your bed. And immediately he got up, verse 35, so all who lived in Leda and Sharon saw him and turned to the Lord. The grass withers and the flower fades away, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Just want to tag this simple sermonic notes, um, what the Lord has given me in my studies. It's titled, You Can't Get This Anywhere Else. You Can't Get This Any." Where else I have in the past 
mentioned that I drink a certain type of water called Simple Truth. And what I discovered is that it is only sold at one particular place in this DFW area. One particular store that carries this particular brand of water, Simple Truth, that I buy and I drink. You can't get this anywhere else. Believe me, I've looked, searched, placed landscape over, and discovered that it's only at Kroger's where you may purchase this simple truth. And since I only drink this particular brand, I have to make a special trip when I'm shopping to Kroger's to purchase this particular libation. If I really want it bad enough, I have to make allowances to get that which I crave and desire. Yes, there are other types of water and brands, but I still make a special trip to Kroger's to get that brand of water. No substitutes allowed. There is a power source that cannot be replaced, duplicated or replicated. And this power can change your life and make you brand new and keep you sane in the midst of craziness and keep you stable in the midst of the storm. And while you have gone through some things in your world, you discover that you can't get this anywhere else. The peace, the power, the protection, the provision. You tried substitution with people, places, and things, and soon discovered that nothing and nobody can do what Jesus can do for us. Peter in the text has not stopped doing the work of the ministry since we saw him last over in chapter 8. Peter has continued in the name of the Lord even while we were on, and as I mentioned earlier, Saul slash Paul and and, and going through that particular of period of converse, conversion and change for Saul Paul, Peter did not stop working. As the Bible says, he was not needing recognition from the scriptures to keep doing what he needed to do for the Lord. And that's a parenthetical pause right there for some of us. We have got to discover that we don't need recognition to do for Jesus what we are told and commanded to do for Jesus. We just need to be obedient and do as we are supposed to do as the church of God. And here in the text, Peter has not stopped working and has not stopped laboring for the movement of the kingdom. And so, so comes to my first point. Since he did not stop working, there is one, a sovereign appointment that he is to make because he is working. See, a lot of us are not blessed because we have stopped working. This pandemic is going to change a lot of minds and behaviors because we have gotten lazy and stopped working. We think we should have stopped altogether. That's why some folks don't come to church. That's why some folks gonna take a while for them to crank back up to get going to church again because virtual has taken over. But while you're working for the Lord, there is the possibility of sovereign appointment. And we look at the text. 
verse number 32, as Peter was traveling from place to place, he also came down to the saints who lived in Leda. He made a divine sovereign appointment because he was still working, going from place to place. He came to the saints who lived in Leda because the Bible says that the word of God was passing amongst the country about going from nation to nation as the commandment Jesus mentioned last Sunday that the great commission stated, go ye therefore. Peter was going ye therefore. So a lot of us are not being blessed again because we're not going ye therefore. We're still worried about hear ye there too. We're not going ye therefore because we're concerned about what ye may have or don't have. And the Bible says that Peter had a sovereign appointment going from place to place and he got to the saints in Leda. See, Peter was available. Peter was obedient. Peter was following the mandates of Jesus for the purpose of the ministry. Once we realize that we're not here for anything else, we're here for the work of the Lord. We're here for the movement of the kingdom. And if the kingdom is not moving because we're not working, we'll find out that we're being very disobedient to the word of God. Yes, yes, we have to have uh, obedience, which will make sovereign appointments, which will cause us to be at the right place at the right time for Jesus to help us do his work at the right moment. <laughs> Preach, Pastor Mac, I'm doing the best I can. Peter was available. Peter was available for the purpose of the ministry. See, a lot of us have missed a lot of things in life because we're not at the right place being obedient at the right time. We need to make sure that we are on task, that we are performing as God has told us to do. I don't know about you, but I want to have sovereign appointments. I want God to direct my life. I want him to order my steps in his word and his way. Yes, yes, my brothers and my sisters, beloved, we have to have that obedience factor to where we're following God no matter where he leads us. A lot of folk not coming to church and God has told us, do not forsake the assembly of your brothers and sisters. And just quite honestly, we have just been disobedient and being very disobedient right even now. Because we're not keeping our sovereign appointment. Then we see a severe affliction. Not only he has an appointment, but he's there for a designated time at a designated point. God orchestrates what he wants us to do, where he wants to be, because he has something for us there to do. And here we see a severe affliction. There in verse number 33, there he found a man named Aeneas who was paralyzed and had been bedridden for eight years. <laughs> in this text, in this text, we can see that the physical healing is just a physical uh, representation of the, the spiritual. And the spiritual in our lives. Yes, he healed the man. Uh, because he had an affliction. And that's just the point of God's Jesus healing 
was that he wanted to bring recognition to the fact that affliction removes the facade of self-reliance. And it demonstrates just how dependent on God I am because you can't remove an affliction by yourself. You can't do it. <laughs> you can't do it. You, you, I can't do it. Big Mama can't do it. But you can't do it. You can't remove your own affliction. Oh, my brothers and sisters, uh, you got to be aware that that enemy tries to get you thinking that you are self-reliant. Enemy tries to trick your mind and thinking you don't need help that you can do it. And that's the trick. That's the slippery slope he sets before us. Because he gets us to thinking that we don't need God. And if you don't need God, you must can do it all by yourself. And since God is not available, we don't need him available. We get into a cycle of thinking we can do it. And the cycle just leads us up and down, round and round. And we find out later that we cannot do this on our own. <laughs> by that time, the devil done messed us up, tripped us up, messed us over. We've fallen so far from God that it seems like we can't make it back. But this severe affliction represents the spiritual nurturing that man needs. Represents that we can't do this by ourselves. Just living day to day, living without hope of any change. That's what the devil puts in our mind, that you can't change. But we have to realize that God is sovereign over our affliction. God is sovereign over our friend because he has the power over the affliction. And as the title states, you can't get this anywhere else. See, we try to replace God's power with things and people, places, and things. And we find out that you're just putting a band-aid over, uh, over a serious wound. You can't stuff things in the place of God. Huh. That's what we have to understand. And we can't do it on our own. We have an affliction, a paralysis of the body, unable to fulfill as God intended us to do. And yes, our spirit can be afflicted. Our spirit can be afflicted by paralysis, meaning we stop doing as God wants us to do because we've been tricked by the devil, the enemy, in order not to do what God has commanded. Oh, my brothers and sisters, this severe affliction has not run out. Uh, Eve was severely afflicted when the devil lied and she accepted it. She was afflicted. And now we deal with the affliction because of Mother Eve, because the enemy still in the tricking and lying business. This man represents um, that we need still God's power to become all that he wants us to become. Then we see a supernatural authority. Supernatural authority. Verse 34, Peter said to him, Aeneas, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and make your bed. And immediately he got up. Oh, brothers and sisters, there's, there's, there's a spiritual authority. <laughs> supernatural authority. When somebody says in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Peter said, Aeneas, Jesus, 
Christ heals you. So whatever comes after that fact, you know it's going to take a turn for the better. Oh, I thank God today that God's healing is not dependent upon the faith of those who were healed. Because we who lack faith and trust, yeah, sometimes don't have enough uh, to believe that God can do it. And I'm so glad that the Bible did not make it a requirement that God must heal when the sick exercise faith by trusting him. No, 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 this man never mentioned him, Bible never mentioned a man saying a word. The Bible never mentioned a man making a motion toward Peter. The Bible never mentions that uh, this man called his friends and said, get me to the prophet. Get me to the disciple. No, no, Peter just comes over and says, Jesus Christ heals you. And there was an instantaneous and complete and sustained change in this man's demeanor. There was a complete and changed disposition in this man's physical arrangement. And I don't know about you today, but you can't get this kind of power anywhere else. There's only one man who has that power. And his name is Jesus. William Barclay wrote, we think too much of what we can do and too little of what Christ can do through us. So Peter here was available to be used by God. When he said, Jesus Christ heals you, this man's life was changed for the better. Well, my brothers and sisters, beloved, when you see that, yes, that there is a sovereign appointment in trusting the Lord. He could take you throughout, the Bible it says, through a severe affliction because there is supernatural authority. But lastly, there is salvation acceptance. Verse 35 says that so all who lived in Leda and Sharon saw him and turned to the Lord. Now every time we see a healing is not intended for the delivered. Every time we see a healing it's not intended uh, to stop there uh, with the player person uh, who received the healing. But as the Bible says, uh, they turned to the Lord uh, after seeing the healing uh, of this man. Uh, believers were multiplied. Uh, believers got established in the faith. Uh, Believers were progressing toward maturity because they saw God's healing power. 
To be saved does not require faith. You just believe. And I don't think, I don't believe that God needs us for him to exercise his power. I don't believe, yes, that he needs human activity for divine power. Because you can see all throughout the Bible that divine activity just required a few action from humanity because God could have did it all by himself but since he loves to include us in the divine healing process he requires just a little faith that's why Moses stood at the banks of the Red Sea and God said raise your arms and the waters parted but I do believe that God could have moved the waters all by himself. Yes, and all throughout the Bible, there has been some human action and divine reaction. But I don't think that he needs us at all. He just wants our activity. He wants our participation so that we can understand that he's in control, but we can help just a little bit. Yeah, in the process, God heals so that we know his power is real. God heals so that we may be convicted of our sinful nature. God heals so we may know to glorify him. Those of us who have answered the call to a changed life, those of us who heeded the call of salvation into our lives, those of us who wanted a new life in Christ should always give evidence of what he's done. We should always give proof of a changed life in Jesus and how he did it. We got to start by lifting up his name. We can begin by praising him for what he's done. Has he made a way? Has he restored your physical body? You can't get this anywhere else. Has he mended relationships on your behalf? You can't get this anywhere else. Wave and wink at somebody who's in your house right now and say, I was down and out, but God rescued me. I was sinking deep in sin, but he reached down and brought me out, put me on solid ground, changed my life, made me brand new, lifted my burdens, changed my perspective, made me love my haters, blessed my life, changed my heart, Died on the old rugged cross, got up on the third day with all power.
in his hand. Won't he do it? Won't God do it? Invitation is extended now. If you don't know Jesus, the pardon of your sins. If you would like to get to know him better, uh, get saved, allow him to come into your life, simply say this prayer. Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, uh, it's as simple as ABC, accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org, or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org, contact us and someone from our discipleship team I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We hope something was said will be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week. Uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him to keep and deliver us. Bless you. God bless you. County line, we love you to life and you can't do anything about it. Look forward to next week. The Lord says the same. We hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you and we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out. I need to hear you say. Uh, I made it.